0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Inner Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, also known as the Carolina Lifestyle on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. And I am so excited you're here today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're a new listener, welcome. I hope you've been enjoying the show and just wanted to start off by celebrating because last week, so our guest episode last week was actually the 100th episode of Inner Growth. And I didn't mention that in the introduction, but we're going to be celebrating it for the 101st episode of Inner Growth. And it's really wild to me that there is this many episodes. It's going to be two years that I started the podcast because I started it in March of 2021 and we're in February of 2023 now. And it's just pretty incredible. To see how much it's grown, how the community has grown, how my comfort level of being a podcaster has grown. And I always say that this podcast is the thing I love doing the most. I love my job. I love being a content creator. I love creating content. I love filming videos. I love sharing recipes. I love making YouTube videos. I love it all. But doing this podcast, there's just something about it that lights me up like nothing else. And so I'm just really grateful for this community because I feel like you guys connect with me and know me the best out of my entire community on The Carolina Lifestyle. And so it just means a lot to me that you guys tune in, that you enjoy the episodes. I love when you guys DM me and share that you recently found the podcast or which episodes you've liked or if a specific week's episode just moved you in some way and I love talking to you guys I'm really just passionate about connecting with my community especially over dms so my dms are always open I check them daily and I answer everyone relatively quickly at least in my perspective and so if you ever have any thoughts to share about the podcast please let me know a little life update is that i am growing my youtube channel so i've been posting daily videos since the middle of january and i am loving it i am having so much fun i grew up watching youtube and if you also grew up watching youtube you will know bethany moda was like my one and only inspo during that time period i used to binge watch her videos and was just like obsessed and I just feel like being a YouTuber was like my childhood dream. <laughs> so it just is really cool to be doing it now. And also another update is that I'm recording this episode on video. So I have this podcast on YouTube, on the Inner Growth YouTube specifically. So if you like watching video podcasts, it's up on there. And I have a new little setup with like a new mic stand. And just like feels really exciting, more professional. And I am feeling good. So lots of newness, I feel like this year overall, so 2023 is just going to bring a lot of abundance, a lot of transformation. I'm moving at the end of February and the last week of February and I'm really excited to be in Brooklyn for the new chapter that I'm going to experience there and just for a lot of the things that are in store this year. And before we dive into today's topic, I wanted to also highlight one of the reviews for the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And this is by at Katie Cupcake. And it goes, a weekly podcast staple. This is one of the few podcasts I listen to no matter what topic of guest. Carolina is such a wonderful interviewer and makes us as listeners immediately feel like her friend. She also has encouraged me to get out of my comfort zone and learn about topics I previously knew nothing about, like cycle syncing. And I think this actually came from one of my best friends, Kate. So if this is you, Kate. Love you and thank you for leaving a review and just taking two minutes of your day to share your thoughts about the podcast. I love reading these reviews and so if you're someone who has gotten value out of this podcast, it really means a lot to me if you leave a review and just share that with me. And even if you listen on Spotify, it's just a great way to support the podcast and support the show. All you have to do is just head to Apple Podcasts app And I always leave that link in the description of every single episode. So you can click that link, head to the bottom and then just write a quick little paragraph about the show and what you like about it. And I think I'm going to just start highlighting one review in the beginning of each solo episode. So yeah, let me know your thoughts. And if you enjoy any episodes, also would love to hear about that on Instagram. You can message me at innergrove.co or The Carolina Lifestyle. Just share your thoughts. I love hearing from you guys. And if you want to connect with other podcast listeners, definitely join our free Geneva group chat, the Inner Growth Club group chat. It's also always linked in every single episode description. So, there you can find other people who are into personal growth and just like all the topics that we talk about in the podcast. So, holistic wellness overall. And I share a lot of updates there. I like to share as many resources as I can. There is a a lot of different channels, so like channels for cycle syncing tips, channels for like any challenges that we do, channels for affirmations, like there is a little bit of everything. So yeah, I hope to see you guys on the Geneva group chat. And for today's episode, we're going to do a little February inspired episode I feel like the theme of self love and just love in general is really big in February, primarily because of Valentine's Day. And the truth is, and I always say this, that when you love yourself, you are able to love others better. When you love yourself, you're able to attract healthier love. When you truly love yourself and show up for yourself in the ways that you maybe wish someone else would, you start filling your own cup and you feel more whole and more worthy, and more complete, and more wonderful in your own company, and that just makes you more expansive, makes you more magnetic, makes you more abundant, and just strengthens your connection with yourself at the end of the day, and so on this episode, we're going to dive into that. We're going to dive into self-love, and we're going to talk about how you can start giving yourself the love that you seek from other people, and we're going to do that by kind of tying in the love languages. And so I'm excited. I hope that the episode is informative. I hope you enjoy it. And with all of that said, I will see you on the other side. And let's get growing. All right, let's talk about self-love, baby. I love talking about this. And you guys already know that I'm huge. I like love talking about just the topic of self Loving yourself and strengthening your connection to who you are. And I think that for a lot of us, especially earlier on in our lives or even in your first relationship, if you're in your first relationship currently, sometimes we tend to wait until someone else gives us the love or the things that we want. So that could even come in a relationship with a parent or with a friend where we are basically expecting to receive something from that person. And I think that leads to a lot of resentment. It doesn't not lead to the healthiest of relationships. And as I said in the intro, when you love yourself more deeply, when you strengthen your connection with yourself, everything else in your life gets strengthened because your relationship with yourself is the number one most important relationship in your life. And the more you work on that, the more you're creating abundance in your life, the more you're attracting better and better things towards you and also the less you're going to start putting expectations on other people and the more you're going to be able to just let them be who they are and let them love you the ways that they know how to and so I really want to anchor in this conversation on the love languages because I think there's a lot of power in learning your own love languages and then learning how to give that love language to yourself. And so let's dive into it. If you're not familiar with the love languages, it's basically this concept. I actually want to look up who coined this concept. Let's see. Love languages. So the five love languages, they come from a book called The Five Love Languages by someone called Gary Chapman. And the full book name is The Five Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate. But again, in this episode, we're gonna flip it on its head and we're gonna talk about how you can express heartfelt commitment to yourself. So, what are the five love languages? The first love language is quality time. So, if quality time is your love language or one of your love languages, you enjoy spending time with other people. So, you enjoy being around them in an environment where you're both present. It's not like you're each on your phone, like you're there, you're doing an activity together, you're hanging out together. So maybe you love going on dates. Maybe you love going to different restaurants with people and having conversations and talking about different things and just having stimulating experiences together or you just enjoy adventuring together, like traveling together or going on walks or that kind of thing. Then we have acts of service. So this is when you like receiving or giving acts of service to other people, which could be maybe you feel really loved if your partner cleans the dishes and like organizes the apartment without you asking or they know that you don't love to take out the trash. So they go and they do it for you or they offer to help out or they go and do the laundry like something like that. That's acts of service. And so maybe you enjoy receiving that. And this can also manifest in you liking giving it a lot. So I'll dive into that in a bit. The next one is words of affirmation. So that's enjoying receiving nice words from other people. So that could be loving cards like birthday cards or cards for different celebrations, like receiving that, you know, kind of affection Or someone telling you that they're proud of you or someone complimenting your outfit. Just like hearing nice things from other people making you feel loved. Then we have gifts. So that's, you know, liking when someone else is kind of spoiling you a little bit. So maybe they go and they treat you out when you are at dinner and they offer to pay for that dinner. Or they'll go and they'll pick up a coffee for you. Or they're at the store and they see something that reminds them of you and they just go and buy it and bring it to you or buying little trinkets or just giving you nice gifts like maybe you know you feel most loved on your birthday because you got a lot of gifts or on Christmas or whatever. And then the last one is physical touch. So this is just pretty self-explanatory but enjoying hugs or walking, holding hands or receiving like cuddles, like that kind of thing, like laying in the couch together, just being near one another. So just to recap, we have quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, gifts, and physical touch. And as I said, this can definitely manifest as what you like receiving from other people or what you like giving. And sometimes that's going to be different. So for example, for me, my top love language is words of affirmation. So I love getting cards. I love when someone tells me they're proud of me. I love that kind of thing. But then right after that, we have quality time and physical touch. I love being near my loved ones, but also just like doing fun activities with people I love, like a dinner or going to a concert or going on a walk or all of that. Like I absolutely love that. And then I have acts of service and then gifts. But for someone else maybe your partner maybe it's different what they like to receive like for example with Pedro his number one love language is gifts and that's my last love language and his last love language is words of affirmation and so just by knowing that about each other it helps a lot in our relationship because for example I know that he feels really loved if I buy him a thoughtful gift so I can make more of an effort to show up for him in that way and to show him my love in that way And he can make more of an effort to express more words of affirmation towards me. But another important thing is also realizing that if he, for example, for another top love language for him is acts of service. Like he does a lot of acts of service for me where he will help out. He'll offer to build things. He'll offer to clean up. He'll go and cook for me sometimes like random things like that. I know that when he's doing that, it's his way of saying I love you. And he knows that if I'm telling him I'm proud of him or if I wrote him a really thoughtful card, it's my way of saying I love you to him. So I wanted to start out by just anchoring in on that because I think that's really important. Just like one, understanding what exactly are the love languages and how can they manifest in our lives is like what you would enjoy receiving. Also knowing that you and your partner or you and your friends or you and your parents might have different love languages. So if you're experiencing some friction in some relationship in your life, it might be because you have different love languages and having an open conversation about that can be really helpful. And also knowing that sometimes your way of giving love, so the love languages that you tend to give the most might not be the same as the ones that you like receiving. So for example, with Pedro, like, gifts is his number one love language but it's not like he's giving me gifts every single day so that can be different right he tends to give a lot of physical touch and a lot of acts of service so it's very multi-dimensional and it's important to realize that it's not so clear-cut or so black and white someone's favorite love languages how they like receiving love or how they like giving their love might differ and it's very different from person to person. So I really like asking my best friends, my parents, my brother, just people who I love, how they feel most loved and showing up for them in that way. Now, with all that said, this episode is not about how to give love to other people or how to express your love languages to other people. That's obviously really nice and really important too. But today we're going to talk about how you can use this model of love And of showing commitment, showing heartfelt commitment to yourself. And so I made a little handy dandy list that I have here in my hand. And we're going to dive into different ways that you can show yourself love by using these love languages. So the first thing I would invite you to do is to think about the love languages themselves and just reflect like what makes me feel most loved? right? What are things that I enjoy receiving? What are things I enjoy giving? Just do a little reflection on that first, especially on what you like receiving. And once you have kind of narrowed down your list order, for example, like out of those five, which is your number one, which is your number two? If there's one that's like tied with the other, what's like the one you care least about? Just like think about that. So as I said, for me, for example, number one is words of affirmation, Then we have physical touch and quality time kind of tied. Then acts of service, then gifts. But that might also change throughout different stages of your life. Like there might be moments where you're feeling like those are your love languages and it might change. So just be mindful of coming back to this exercise every now and then. But once you've done that, that's already such a step towards your self-awareness. So that's the first thing. And now let's dive into how you can show yourself love through each of these ways. So I'm going to just go in the order of my love languages and I'll share the ways that I show myself those love languages and ideas for you on how you can use them to show yourself more love. So starting with words of affirmation, as I said, I love receiving these. I love giving these as well, but sometimes this can be the hardest one to give to yourself. Because especially if you're someone who tends to seek out external validation, it, it goes very hand in hand with that. And saying words of affirmation to yourself isn't necessarily so natural. But this is where it becomes extra important. Because if you're not showing yourself that validation, or if you're not giving yourself those words of affirmation... If you're not expressing that internal validation, you're going to seek it out more from other people, right? So in moments where I'm not owning up to my achievements, I'm not telling myself I'm proud of myself, I end up wanting other people to do that, right? And it can be a little bit uncomfortable to give it to yourself. But the best ways is to say affirmations, like affirming different things in your life, writing out affirmations, saying them in meditation, saying them in the mirror, so so important and in the moments where I feel really really connected to affirmations which in this moment of my life I am very connected to that it helps so much so that's the first way you can show yourself this love language and then the second thing is telling yourself that you're proud of your own achievements and like actually learning to celebrate your own achievements when someone else in your life reaches a big milestone it can feel really easy to celebrate them and to tell them how excited you are for them and to offer them your support and say oh my god that's amazing congrats i'm so proud of you but with yourself it can be really tough sometimes especially if you're a perfectionist like me especially if you're someone who struggles with always focusing on what's next what can i be doing better what's still yet to be done it's really hard to take a step back and just realize all the things you've achieved all the things you've accomplished all the things you did this day right like ending your day and being like damn like I did a lot today and I feel really proud of that. And even if you didn't do everything in your to do list, like realizing you probably did a lot of other stuff too and celebrating that. And so that's one of the things I work on the most is celebrating myself. And sometimes in like big moments where I've reached different milestones in my life, I expected other people to turn to me and go, oh my God, like let's go celebrate, let's do X, Y, and Z. And maybe they didn't. And I felt a little bit resentful and I felt a little bit sad. And so I've realized that I need to start doing that to myself. So if I reach a big milestone, I can say, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself. Like celebrate it, post it on Instagram or like tell people I love, you know, how excited I am or go out of my way to like plan a celebration and like allow myself to be celebrated. And then as I said, learning to be connected to the practice of affirmation. So saying them daily, saying them in meditation, saying them whenever I can think of saying an affirmation, like writing them every morning if possible, just like incorporating them in some small way every single day. Even if, you know, it comes down to a day where I'm like really feeling my outfit, like doing a little fit check video and just like being all cutesy and being like, yes, like you look good today, girl. Like that's so important. And if you're someone who tends to crave external validation, this is extra important to be practiced. And it doesn't mean that, you know, your relationship isn't good or healthy. If you're craving that from the other person, it's just reflecting back to you the importance of you giving that more to yourself and actually feeling proud of yourself. Now, the next one is quality time. And I feel like I spend a lot of quality time with myself and ultimately the best way to show yourself quality time as a love language is through solo dates so spending time with yourself one-on-one with you baby and this can manifest and like be done in so many wonderful and different ways and I think this is one of the best and easiest love languages to give yourself but on the other hand there's also a lot of people that like don't love spending time alone so it could also be something to work on but some ideas are a mindful self-care evening so you stay in And you take a bath with Epsom salts and you light some candles. You make it a vibe. You take some essential oils and you use a diffuser or you just like rub them on your palm and between your eyes or under your nose and you make yourself a whole experience. You grab a fizzy drink like a poppy or an olipop. You pour it into a cute little like fluted glass or like a wine glass to make it fancy. You play some music. You bring your Kindle or your book to the bathtub and you read. Or you can like put your computer there and watch a show. Just like have an experience. Like that in itself, so fun. Like so magical to do. You just have to like actually carve out the time and do that. And realistically, that's what? 30 minutes, an hour of your time. So love that one. Going out to a meal by yourself. This one's a little bit more uncomfortable, but can also be so important to strengthen your relationship with yourself is go out to a restaurant like get the menu table for one order a meal and eat it by yourself like maybe bring a book but don't like distract yourself with scrolling don't maybe even distract yourself with a podcast just like be there present with yourself and your thoughts you can bring a journal you can write stuff out but practice being alone with yourself in a restaurant could also be a coffee shop, so going to a coffee shop, bringing your book, treating yourself to like your favorite latte and like just sitting there, soaking up the coffee shop energy and just reading a book or going to a park and doing that same thing. Another one that I've done, I think I've done it once that's really fun is going to a concert by yourself. So, so fun, so bold, like you feel so confident when you do that, like just being in a concert by yourself, game changing, 100% recommend. And then two other ideas is dancing alone in your living room like blasting music in your AirPods and just dancing and shaking it off or going on a mindful walk with a podcast and just listening to your favorite show and observing the view and just being with yourself. Could also be a mindful walk without anything on your ears or with your favorite music. You pick whatever makes you feel most excited and most nourished. The next one is physical touch. And I did say that words of affirmation is one of the hardest ones to give to yourself. I think physical touch might be the hardest, mainly because it might not be something that you tend to do all the time or just so naturally, but it's magical, just like all of them. But here's how you can show yourself this love language if it's one of your most important ones. Self-massage. So grab your favorite lotion and maybe add some essential oils to it or oil just like in general like a body oil and after the shower just take like five minutes to properly massage your body like moisturize your body and massage it or you can take it a step further and like get cozy in your bed and just like really like give yourself a nice massage so nourishing like so sexy definitely a really good way to show yourself this love language You can also do self-pleasure. So I'm like all about advocating for self-pleasure. I think it's really important for us, especially women to do this. And so make it an experience, grab a vibrator, like enjoy yourself, have fun. Like this is important. Strengthening your relationship with your own body and with your sexuality is such an important thing to be done. And so really recommend that one. And then two other ideas are face masks or hair masks. And while you're doing your face mask or your hair mask or even skincare, just like being really mindful and present while you're doing it. And then the last one is give yourself a hug. How often do we give ourselves a hug? Not that often. So just whenever you remember, just hug yourself and just take that moment and just say like, I'm so proud of you. I love you, you know, I love you. Love like yourself, you know, like show that love towards you. Okay, next one, acts of service. This one is a little bit simpler, but like also really powerful. A great way to do acts of service for yourself is to think of your future self, right? A lot of the times, acts of service, the reason we like getting that as a love language is because it's the things that we don't love doing, right? Like maybe cleaning or taking out the trash or wiping down a surface or cooking or stuff like that. So it might be a little bit harder to show to ourselves Because we don't really like doing it in the first place but when you think of your future self it makes it easier because let's say think about your future self right now your future self would appreciate a clean room because when she goes to pick her outfit tomorrow she's going to be able to find all of her stuff in one place or your future self is going to be really happy to not have to do a ginormous pile of laundry once a month because maybe every week you did smaller piles of laundry and you tackled it in a weekly basis Or your future self is just going to feel like she has a clearer mind because her space is cleaner, right? And because you have a neat and organized home. So thinking of your future self and thinking, how do I want to show my future self love right now? And what is going to make my future self feel really amazing? And then doing those things, right? Like cooking for yourself, cleaning after yourself, doing your laundry, getting your nails done, like cleaning out the clutter in your desk, like all of these things are really simple and they actually most times take way less longer than we think. Like it's actually really fast to do a lot of these things. We just procrastinate them because they don't feel so fun. And another way to make it more fun is while you're cleaning or while you're wiping down surfaces or while you're doing laundry, like listen to a podcast, listen to music, like habit stack, do those things together. And then the last one is gifts. I think it's really funny because to me, gifts is my least important love language. And I think the reason why is that I give myself this love language a lot. So when I was younger, a lot of the times, and I'm sure people listening will relate to this, I used to ask my parents like, hey, like, can I have that thing? Can I have that toy? Can I have X, Y, and Z? And they would say, I'll think about it. And maybe they wouldn't think about it and it just wouldn't happen. And so as I started to become financially independent, and able to afford things that I really want, I just started buying them. Like, I just allow myself to treat myself. And so buy yourself flowers, buy yourself that outfit that you've been really wanting to buy, like save up for it and treat yourself to that thing. You don't have to wait until someone else gives it to you. Just like treat yourself. Or just remember that you are allowed to spend money on experiences and things that you want, right? You work for this money, you earn it. And so allow yourself... The experiences and the things that you wish for that would make you happy and that you are working towards. And I just think it's a lot more about the mindset shift here, especially with this love language, is just realizing that you earned this money to be able to be financially free and independent. And if you really want something and if it's going to make you happy, I don't think there's anything wrong with buying it for yourself. and. It feels really good to be empowered in this way. I think it's made me realize, you know, that I'm worth it. And it's just really fun. And obviously be mindful with how much you spend and like your relationship with your money is your relationship with money. But I think this ties really strongly to also a stronger money mindset. And like remembering like you are abundant. Like if you have money in the bank account, you know, and you're spending money that you have earned, you earned it. Right, it's yours. It's yours to spend. You're worth the investment, right? And maybe that means you allow yourself to have a membership to a gym, or going to a workout class you really want, or buying yourself a latte, or getting yourself that outfit. So that is it for the suggestions I have for how to give yourself the love that you want to receive. And I hope that it was helpful. I hope that it inspired you in some shape or form or just gave you some ideas on how to show yourself more love and remember to really anchor in on self-love this month, right? Even if you're not in a relationship, you can always date yourself better and spend more time with yourself and even if you are in a relationship, it's still so important to date yourself. It's so important to strengthen your self-love and also if you're single, the more you start to love yourself, the more you start to give yourself love, the more that you start Practicing these love languages with yourself and doing the inner work and realizing that you are whole and complete on your own, the more you're going to be able to attract a partner in the future that sees you in this way, that sees you as whole, the more empowered you're going to be in that relationship, the less codependent you're going to be. And so with all of that said, I love you guys so much. If this episode helped you, send it to a friend who you think it might help as well or share it on your stories and tag us at innergrowth.co on instagram and also if you didn't know we actually have a blog for inner growth now so on innergrowthcollective.com you can find different blog posts that we write and i will see you guys next week until then remember to water yourself remember to give yourself love remember to take care of your body mind and soul and continue showing up for your own personal journey because the journey is the gold, right? The gold is in the process. It's not in the end result. And the more you take care of yourself, the better your life is, the better the results you achieve are, the stronger your relationships become. And that's what we are all about here at Inner Growth Club. So I will see you guys next week. Until then, I hope you take care of yourself and I'm sending you a big virtual hug. We'll talk soon. Bye.